Welcome to Church Planning in a Pandemic, the story of Hope City, Florida. We're your co-hosts, Chandon Bangar and Eric Smith. Well, welcome back to Church Planning in a Pandemic. This is episode five. I'm Chandon Bangar, this is Eric Smith, and uh, now we're going to talk about the strategy preparing for the launch of Hope City Church and uh, just kind of all it took to get to launch day. It was a lot of work. Yeah, it was a lot of work, but it was it was so worth it and such an exciting time. Uh, you know, in the last few episodes, we've been talking about uh, conception and uh, first trimester and the second trimester of a church plant and talk about setting culture and then building your team and the intentionality of recruiting people. This third is you've got to kind of press the gas even more on building the team because you've got to be ready for when you launch what God's going to give you. And I'm just a believer that uh, oftentimes the Lord's only going to give you as much as you're willing to build the leadership to receive. Yeah. Right. You got to build that foundation to receive it. And so we worked really hard. That was our laser focus in those last three months was we began to slowly drip out a marketing strategy that, Hey, there's this new church that's coming, you know, and we did what we call preview services. It's not, original to us. A lot of church plants call them that. And we did two previews. We had scheduled to do three, but because of the delay of the building that we're currently in, uh, we ended up having to squeeze in only two because the temporary space that we talked about in the last episode, the 4,000 square foot, you know, the one you could hear the toilet flush when you were preaching and (laughs) the kids playing at the same time and all that, uh, that building was just too small. We couldn't hold any more people. We were at two services. We were seeing about 130 people. 120 people, uh, but on the weekend, but we knew our actual team was bigger than that. So when we got to the point to where we were stepping into this last trimester, the three months into coming up to the launch, so August, September, and and October, before we'd launch October 24th, uh, we were finalizing the details on the building, which was extremely busy, uh, but we were also continuing to build our team and beginning to kind of spread the brand, spread spread the name of Hope City here in Southwest Florida through social media. What are some of the ways that we did that? Yeah, um, so there's so many ways, but first thing was first, we had to, you know, get on the map, literally Google Maps, Apple Maps. <laughs> Which was not easy. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't an easy job because um, the location of the building was a brand new, you know, project. So it wasn't an existing building that we could just throw a pin on and say, this is it. Like I had to keep adjusting and keep fixing and uh, there's still some bugs in it, but at the end of the day, like we built our website um, just to, you know, get that information out there so people could start sharing it with all of our beliefs about us while we're planning a church, things like that. And then uh, after getting on Google and Apple Maps, I started working on building some SEO stuff, which is like the search engine. Uh, anybody who gets into that stuff, you this know is why we about. hired him, and I'm not doing this. Well, it's literally just so when people type in your name, um, it's you know, going to go to your page specifically in your area. And with our name, it's unique because our name is Hope City Church. And if you're you're in the church world, there's, I mean, hundreds of Hope City churches, not to mention like 50 just in Florida. So, and uh, it's just crazy. So targeting... And we're completely independent, not affiliated with any Not affiliated with any other church or anything like that, independent church plant. And um, so I had to make sure we stood out in the sense of, you know, when people search for you in the area, are they going to be taken to, you know, 
uh, a problem was there was a Hope City church in a town about an hour and 15 minutes north of us, and it kept going there. It kept directing people to Sarasota, Florida, which wasn't a problem if people want to go to church there also. <laughs> That's great. But, yeah, I mean, we just want to get you in church. And so I was like, all right, how can we, you know, strategize and make sure people have our location, our address? And it was pretty hard to get an address. Can, can I tell you why I picked the name Hope City? Yeah, go for it. So I don't know if you know this. I think you do. Yeah. But I, I just knew that God was telling me when we were coming here was I kept hearing sensing the Holy Spirit say, you know, sharing the hope uh, with hope of Jesus with our city and beyond. So our mission statement was a relentless dedication to share the hope of Jesus with our city and beyond. And so hope to the city. And I really felt like and wanted the name of the church to be integrated with our statement of what we were. So hope to the city. And so for us, uh, yeah, I like the name, but it was really more about it fitting with what we felt like God was calling us to do. So that's where the name came from. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, it, it follows our mission statement. It's what we're doing. And it's a church name, you know. We're just pointing people to Jesus. <laughs> that's right. So, um, if somebody shows up to another Hope City, that's okay. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so I just started building out some strategies online to make sure people knew how to get here. Um, f- figuring out our address here was kind of tough because we're on a – this building is attached to – it's kind of like another strip mall type thing, but there's medical facilities on both ends per se. So it's like unit numbers. So figuring out our address, narrowing that down, making sure people knew how to get there, uh, designing a ton of cards and, you know, marketing stuff so people could physically hand out cards at their businesses, restaurants, whatever. Um, just planning all that. And then another huge thing for us, I think the biggest thing for us was video advertisement. Yeah. Um, we started thinking through some strategy for, all right, how do we get people to not only see who we are, but what we're about so and that we exist? I, you know, one of the questions I have for you, because there may be somebody who's listening to this and they're thinking about planting a church. I, I can't over express to you, you have got to carve out a large chunk of money to invest in this very thing. Now, we didn't just show up and do a bunch of marketing and start a church. You've got to remember, there's there's a literally almost a year's worth of work up to this launch, yeah. okay? And there's been 10 months that I've moved here and nine months that our team has been being developed before we launched. So right. almost 10 months since our team was being developed. So it was a lot of work, but with that being said, you've got to invest the resources. It's going to be really hard, but you need to uh, be laser focused on raising money for your marketing strategy because people can say, well, you shouldn't market the church or whatever. Well, when you're a church plant and you're meeting in a school or a theater or some random building or wherever, you've got to be very strategic about getting your name out there. People aren't just going to magically know where you are You've got to get the word out because the way people show up often in a church is it, there's there's many links in the chain of their connection from when they hear about your yeah. first the church for church the first time to when they actually show up to actually attend your service or whatever. And so one of those could be a friend. One of those could see a sign. One of those could be a YouTube video. One of those could be a mailer. And all those things connect. And so most people don't show up here 
unless maybe they've been touched in multiple ways. They saw it on social media and then they got an invite or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to hit on that. No, and I think that's so important because if you don't carve out a budget or even strategize with that, I mean, you could just do church without doing that, but you're not going to reach as many people and yeah. you're going to expect people to come. But if they don't know where you are, they don't even, even know you exist. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing as yeah. a, a pastor or a, a church planner or anything to get in your mind, oh, we're planning a building, people should automatically see it. That's what we assume. But at the end of the day, there's so many people in our area that are on their devices or, you know, they check their mail, obviously, to, to receive items and things like that. So we were like, what, what can we do without, you know, trying to harass people, but just get our message out there to let them know we're here. Uh, and so we did a mailer. That was another thing you yeah, mentioned. Yeah, so that. That, that was, I've never done one of those. Yeah. Uh, we did a mailer. Um, I, I I still don't know how that worked. Uh, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> that out because we did so much uh, and we had such an incredible plan that you put together with our video marketing that it's hard to know. I mean, I've had people definitely come and say, oh, I got your mailer. Um, we also got a mean Facebook message uh, <laughs> one time yeah. from a guy who said, well, I won't say everything he said, but anyway, he said, don't send me, take me off your mailing list. And I'm like, dude, are you that dumb? <laughs> this is a mailer. Do you want to, at my house, I get the, uh, I get this mailer this big. I mean, you can't see this if you're listening, but the size of a football, yeah. bigger than a football. And it's from a dentist office. It's a mailer. They don't have my address. Anyway, yeah. just just if you get a mailer, it doesn't mean you're on the mailing list. It means that they sent a mass mailer. So we sent this mass mailer. I think it went to like 50,000 addresses. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how big that was, but it was another link in our chain. It was the most expensive link. Yeah. It cost a lot. But for us, that's why I said you need to raise as much as you can and commit yourself to marketing because you need that all-out approach because there are going to be some people that are going to get that and, you know, that's going to be part of the way that they connect. Right. So we did that. We did Facebook ads. We did YouTube. We did Instagram. Yeah. What else did we do? Yeah. I mean, that was Google. pretty much. Yeah. Google and YouTube are kind of tied together. Facebook and Instagram are tied together. So they kind of worked hand in hand. But we just made some quick videos. And if you're listening to this, you can go uh, to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Hope City Florida, and see some of that advertisement we did. Um, I had to post it there, obviously, in order to upload it as a YouTube slash Google ad. Yeah, those will give you some and ideas so, of what we did that may work for you. Yeah, real simple, like nothing. We didn't pay a company. I, I'm a videographer. Well, okay, 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 okay. We didn't have to pay a company <laughs> because Shannon is an amazing videographer. And so we, you know, he's like a, uh, you know, what a Swiss Army knife is, right? So you pull it out and it has uh, all different types of, knives within one knife chandon is like super versatile it's got a screwdriver it's got an air pump it's got a, you know all these different things where i'm kind of like a butter knife you know I, i'm not very sharp and i just i can only do one thing you know? listen man when you grow up poor like i did which i know you didn't grow, grow up great uh, as well financially but at the same time it's like you got to figure out your own things every once in a while That's i was right. i was too cheap to pay for stuff so hey, i figured listen, out how we both grew up in mississippi in a small town and you know running around barefoot <laughs> just uh, with, with, I'm kidding. We yeah. both had shoes, but uh, yeah, so you do, you learn how to uh, do things and uh, Chandon's amazing, but he was able to produce some amazing videos. You need to check those out for sure on our YouTube. Yeah. Page. And it really just consisted of a quick message, who we were, 
why we existed, what we, you know, what content we had. I, I think the phrase was something like modern and dynamic worship, practical yet biblical teaching, stuff like that. So people could understand what they're going to get. We didn't really show a lot. It was a quick, you know, 30 second ad. I took a drone and threw it over the, the building just so people would know the location and just said that on the video. Like, yeah. this is who we are. This is where we're located. We're a brand new church in your area and we'd love for you to show up. And so we ran that ad on YouTube, on Facebook, and uh, with the help of obviously analytics and Google ad stuff, we saw, I mean, thousands of views, thousands of touch points. I think the first video we did, we weren't looking anywhere near that, just on Facebook alone, I think had 18 or 20,000 views, which was insane because these aren't just random views because if you've ever used Google ads or ads like that, you can target your specific area by zip code. So it wasn't like we were just broadcasting to the world. We were broadcasting to a strategic, a really targeted yeah, 15 area. 15-mile radius type Yeah, thing. and so you would not believe how many people have come to church and say, I've seen your face, I saw your ad, that's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the UFC fight replay on yeah. YouTube, and your ad came up, or I saw it on social media, Facebook, whatever. And yeah, no, it's 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 crazy how yeah. we've seen that. And this may all sound boring to you because it's you know strategy and stuff. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's how we got out there. It's how people knew about us. That and of course the sign that we put on our building. Now people go shopping at Publix and they see this giant sign that says Hope City Church, and they come check it out. Or Eric and I will be sitting here throughout the week, and people will be knocking on the doors. Hey, what are you guys about? And we'll just meet people. Again, it's a people business. You know, we're doing this not so people would just you know, know who we are. It's so that they'll come to church and accept Christ and have a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And so we're just using modern day tools to reach the people of the gospel. Yeah. Well, and one of the things, if I can just share a little bit on the marketing side is that's really important is when you're doing marketing, you really have to define who you are. So you've got to really understand who you are and the culture you're trying to create. Your culture is created by your values, right? What you believe and who you are and what you're going to really emphasize but then the other thing is you've got to define what's unique about us like when you run these ads it can't just look like every other church ad that you're out there you got to differentiate yourself and so it's really important to do it in a way that's going to connect with the audience you're trying to reach yeah right so we're trying to reach people who are new to the community and unreached unchurched people so the way and style in which it looks the music we put with it everything is designed so that those people would at least listen to what we have to say which is a critical piece but you've got to define what is unique about us some of the things that are unique about us is we're obviously very casual in our style and dress but we have modern contemporary dynamic worship but we're also very biblically based, conservative theologically. And so some of those uniques that you want to make sure that you communicate, because if you can be more specific about who you are, it's actually going to help you be more effective at reaching more people. I think that's huge because so many churches I feel like I've seen try to, you know, kind of just throw it out there for everybody. And when you decide, you know, this is who we are, this is our identity this is what we're going after. We're going to preach the gospel and we're going to worship Jesus. It's like, not that other churches aren't doing that, but when you, you just kind of try to fit every category and, and try to seek everybody, it's, it's very different than when you just say, this is who we are, this is who, what we believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me think of like the analytics side of stuff, because if you go to our website, it'll tell you the breakdown of what people clicked on. And that was two things, actually really three things when you think about it, but about us, 
They wanted to know who we were. Who are these people? Our history, our experience, and then on top of that, our beliefs, like what we believe, what we looked at. And then, of course, like most churches, they go to sermons. At the time, we didn't have any video sermons that were updated because we weren't recording yet. So we had some of Eric's old sermons on there. And people could go back and, and just kind of watch some some content of what they could expect when they show up to church. Yeah. Now we're starting to record some of that stuff and put it online so people can watch it. And so it's just one of those things in this COVID season that we want to make sure we're, you know, we're smart with our online, not only advertisement, but online reach in general. Because we're not trying to say online church is going to be the biggest thing that we do. We're just not going to be dumb enough to sit here and say that there's not people not coming to church because of COVID. So we're going to reach them too. Mm-hmm. Um, the priority is to get them in the doors and have community uh, in our church. And so that's what we want to do or a church. It doesn't have to be our church. Right. Yeah. We're, we try to be about the kingdom. So if somebody sees our video and they're like, Oh, I really need to go to church. If they go to another church, that's great because we're building God's church. And that's, that's really our heart. And so it's been, yeah, it's been a wild ride with that. And with our marketing, we did the mailer, we did that. We empowered our people with uh, really nice printed cards that Shannon desi- designed with some info and, and a map on the back. And one of the things, too, when you're doing these videos and you're trying to market to people, it's, it's really important with the video piece because it doesn't just say what you're about, but it creates images. Same way when you do a mailer, you want to make sure those images align with what you're creating because that picture speaks louder than the words, right? Yeah, yeah. And so with those images, that's a really important piece. And so you've got to make sure that that's done really well. So if you're trying to launch a church or if you're trying to get your church back off the ground, those are all really important pieces that we follow during that pre, uh, that last trimester. The other thing were our preview services. And and people are always like, what is a preview service? Well, a preview service is like a mini launch service, okay? So you're making sure it almost forces you as the church plant to get your team ready. So yeah. you do some marketing, but you don't do a full court press marketing. We do a little online. We just drop it out there a little bit. We tell our people, hey, now it's time to invite people. Hand these cards out. We're having a preview service. So we did two of these that were a few weeks. The first one was a few weeks prior to our launch, and the other one was two or three weeks before our launch. And those were uh, – kind of continuing to build our launch team up to the launch, but that was also creating momentum to force our team to get ready. Yep. Do we have the kids workers? Do we have our greeters? Do we have uh, our prayer and care team? Do we have, are we getting ready for all these different components of, you know, whether it's baptism, communion, uh, all the different things that happen every weekend here, uh, checking in kids. I mean, the, the yeah. worship team, all these things, production team. All these things force you to get that stuff ready before yeah. it's actually, you know, right. game day, before it's the launch. And so doing those things are really important. Plus, it gives you a gauge on, okay, how are our people inviting? So we did the preview service. The first one we did, I'm trying to remember how many people we had. I, I think 160. That sounds right. I, I'd honestly and don't And then know I think our exact. second one we had 200 or 180. I can't remember. I can't remember uh, what we had, but I do remember our launch we got to 411 people, which was amazing because um, it was a little rainy that day, which was like the only day, a Sunday morning it rained. Uh, It was a little misty and nasty out. But uh, even still, it was just an amazing day where we built up to that point. But all of that work goes into that. And so from the conception 
of taking the step to plant the church and your fundraising and all that to that first trimester where you're building uh, your your culture and your identity and, and yeah. pulling people together to the second trimester where you're starting to build team and lay continuing to lay that groundwork and then you get into the third where you're starting to like hey here we are we actually exist we're a church we're launching it was it was uh, really I mean Chandon did such a phenomenal job creating all that content and getting our name out there and really representing who we were in a really tasteful way so uh, I just really appreciate you all your work on that. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just, it was a lot of hard work too. And I remember we were still waiting on so much stuff to come in. Like I remember when we launched, we were still missing lobby furniture or stuff here and there. Our like screen wasn't yeah, here. Our, yeah, we've got an LED wall in there now. We had a tiny project. Well, it wasn't really a tiny projector screen. It was just tiny on that stage in that room. And so um, it, it was just really unique to to launch in that time when when stuff was still on back order, we were still waiting on things. Matter of fact, we're still waiting on some AVL stuff. Yeah, we're we're three months we're three months since our launch, or almost three months since we launched, or a little over three months, and we're still waiting on. Yeah, and so we had to you know borrow stuff here, you know use what we had. I remember um, you had connected with Summit Church in the yeah, area, man, they and they were great. They were incredible to loan us you know several chairs. They, to, they loaned us a hundred and ten chairs or something. Uh, when we moved into the 4,000-square-foot temporary space. Yeah. Uh, and I can't say enough about Summit Church here in southwest Florida. They've got three campuses. They're an amazing church, uh, great friends. And, and, they yeah, they were so supportive. They've prayed for us oftentimes. I have friends of mine who are members there, and they're like, hey, we prayed for your church today. It's awesome. And I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's so cool that they were praying for us. And uh, they... Um, yeah, they, they were so generous in loaning. They, they had a guy load those up in a trailer, bring yeah. them to us. He came and picked them back up. And because with the delays with COVID, we couldn't even find chairs anywhere. Yeah. So for them to help us out was such a huge blessing. And uh, I know God's going to bless them for uh, their kingdom heart. And, uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. We appreciate that. That was guys. cool. And that was just one of the items I was thinking about. Like, we got the chairs in the last, you know, last week oh. of, just before the launch. Yes. So many things like that just kind of fell into place week of. And then, again, we're still waiting on stuff. Yeah, but, so I was a little nervous when we were sending out all this info about our launch because we're like, are we going to pull this off? Yeah. I remember, really I remember all those conversations and meetings we had where you're like, I don't know if we need to put this out yet. And I'm like, well, we got to – I'll have it ready to go just in case. Yeah, and then I remember changing some of the dates and stuff. But – that's part of it. You That's know? part of it. Yeah, you got to remain flexible. Now, the mailer, you better be all in oh, once yeah, you yeah. pull the trigger on the mailer, which <laughs> yes. uh, I think they give you usually about 30 days prior to the actual uh, date it's going to be delivered, but you got to be ready to go on that. Yeah, so we, basically, we, I, I designed the mailer and the company that, you know, did all the postage and targeting and stuff. They handled the rest. I just kind of sent them the, the design, but it, I even got it in my mailbox and my neighborhood was talking about it. They were excited. So that's cool. Um, yeah. And, and it's really cool now that we, you know, we're launched, we're living on the other side of it yet. It's still, it still feels like a new church. <laughs> well, yeah, it is a new like, church. Like it was crazy in the last episode you were talking about, well, here in, in the year 2021, we, you know, we're able to raise this much money. And I was like, we were only existing two months in that year, that entire year. And it's, so yeah. it's, it's just wild. It's like, you know, it's just the, the beginning stages. We're, we're an infant. Um, yeah, but, we're, you know, what's what's wild about this whole thing and uh, all God for sure is we're this ginormous baby. We just gave birth to this massive 400-pound baby. <laughs> and so uh, if you're listening to this, you know, we could definitely use your prayers um, it's, uh, we've got a lot of hard work ahead, but we've got a lot of exciting days 
and uh, just continuing to pray uh, for lives to be changed. It's every week that people are receiving Christ and being born again, and that's all the work of, of, of the Lord, and we're just uh, thankful to serve Him in this way. And really looking forward to continuing to share more of this story with you uh, in our next episode. But we've got to sign off right now. We really appreciate uh, everybody tuning in and listening. Thanks so much. 